and welcome back to a very consistent episode of Rooftop Mumble. Uh, hi. We have been taking brief hiatuses. Hiatuses? Hiatai? Hiatuses. <laughs> I like to imagine it's hiatai. Yeah, hiatuses it, you know? You Hi- hate to see it. <laughs> I, I do hate to see it. <laughs> and by it, you mean me on a weekly basis. Last weekend was Halloween. Uh, talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. Nope. We just, we had our, our Halloween and maybe things got a little too wild and we opted to wait till the following week because recovery. I had a great time. I, I had a good time. And I had a great following day as well. The following day was a little bit more difficult for I me. Was, I was up and at him. Oh, you were, you were getting busy the next day. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Get, you know, getting busy, like working. Oh, I mean, yeah, I did, I, I did actually have to work the <laughs> next day and I went to the gym. I had a great time. Well, there you go. You heard it here first from Mr. Sean Taggart. Should we get on with our episode today? Or should Meh. we just avoid it? Let's just put it off for another week. <laughs> let's just let's just put this out, but there's no actual comic book movie news of any kind. That's and it. It, and it, it, it's like a, a whole nother... This is the prelude to next week's actual uh, episode. We're just like prefacing This is episode it. 29 and a half. 20. <laughs> instead <laughs> of our 30th episode spectacular. All right. Well, then we will uh, see y'all later. Goodbye forever. Oh, it's got to be f- longer, though. We just did it. Oh, that was it? That was a preface. Oh, yeah. I still get paid, though, forever. right, for my appearance? Uh, No, no. You're getting paid. <laughs> you're not paying me? I'm not getting paid for this. What has what all this been for, then? <laughs> if I can't scuba, what has all this been what about? What have I been working towards? Anyways. Yes. You want to get into it? Sure. Uh, So, we may be getting a return of TMNT, but from the 90s. Oh, yeah. That was that was a fun rumor. They're maybe going to continue the franchise from the 90s, yeah, which... Just- continued into i can't remember if it was three or four movies and then there was like kind of a tv show yeah and they introduced um i think the first female ninja turtle what was her name again uh venus de milo she has uh her bandana is like baby blue light blue colored yeah um and they gave her boobs they gave her boobs (laughs) i remember it looking really weird yeah it is (laughs) it's basically like a smaller size leonardo but like the like her, her, like the a tur- like the way the turtle's chest is drawn normally is like they give them pecs, yeah. Which, but like it's kind of just, you know, a grid all the way down. They gave yeah. her boobs, like actual boobs, and I was like, isn't um, that weird? A, a little bit, just a tad. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think as a kid you don't think about it as much. But yeah, I I still really love that first movie. They get obviously worse as they go because yeah. it's an older comic book adaptation which is generally the rule of thumb like batman superman as they mm-hmm. go they get worse um but yeah i would i would watch a continuation of that i hope i hope they kind of if they end up cg'ing them i hope it's just the same designs but maybe cg'd with like a lot more detail and something like that yeah bobby but, herbeck has a different perspective on who, that who is that uh he was involved in the creation of all of the original ones oh so, yeah he's, he's one of the producers oh, okay uh he said we're trying to make the reboot happen and we want to do a reboot because they have a ton of people on instagram trying to get in touch with them uh he'd also kind of stated that imagine if brian henson had access to all the technology he does today to make the same costumes so remaking the costumes just adding more detail and more maybe mechanics to it. Yeah. What that may look like. It and honestly, dope. yeah. Well, yeah, they could do the actual costumes, but then for like fight scenes and stuff, they could just kind of enhance them with CGI. Yeah. I think we always preach that 
visual effects look the best when it's something practical enhanced with CGI. Yeah, because it doesn't pop off the screen as much as maybe Cap's shield or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, so. oh, man, have you ever seen that deleted scene from Civil War where I think Bucky and Sam toss the shield, the shield between each other? Oh, no. And it's like a completely CG, it's a, during the airport fight, and it's like a comp- completely computer-generated shield. Like, so weird. Yeah. Like, Chris Evans is running with it, but it's like, there's an instance Bobbing. in, uh, I believe it was Age of Ultron. It's like at the very beginning when he throws the shield. Mm-hmm. Completely took me out of the scene because the CGI was yeah. totally yeah. formulated together. But, but at, at any rate, I think uh, Seth Rogen's you know, Point Grey pictures are still working on a CGI reboot because the other two suck. Yeah. Uh, hey, they the, didn't second one, the second one is great. Really? It's basically a continuation of the cartoon from the 80s. Really? Yeah. I may give it a watch. It's a fun time. Uh, it's got Bebop and Rocksteady in it. Yeah, I saw. I, saw, I remember it's, seeing the trailer. It's I so stupid, but I mean, it's the, it's the Ninja Turtle, so it's going to yeah. be stupid, but it was awesome. I kind of liked it. Who was the guy that played one of the turtles, and he also plays... Uh, Alan, Alan Richson. Have you seen that interview when he talks about what production was like for the No, Bob but I, I heard it was bad. <laughs> He had said, so I guess the way the contract worked, because they're CGI characters, the contract was written up way different. Oh, and so they don't get paid they, as much, probably. It, well, they, he got, yeah, it was already, it didn't pay anything, he said. He said the only reason he's doing it is because he's at a time in his life where he was kind of trying to, like, oh, yeah. my kids are growing up and they yeah. maybe want to see something like this. Uh, the Turtles didn't have a ride home. After production had wrapped, like, for the day one day, they had to call their own Ubers. They had to get in touch with their uh, their agents and be like, hey, what the fuck? We didn't get a ride home. <laughs> I uh, like to imagine they just left them stranded in the mocap suits like they in were, the middle of nowhere. <laughs> they were sitting on their backpacks in an empty lot. And, the, and they're in Atlanta. And oh, then, Nickelodeon, uh, what are you doing? They, they, he also complained. He was like, yeah, they didn't have any food. Like, we weren't allowed to eat. So how, how are you going to tell that to some big old turtles? Yeah. My my probably the worst thing about that second one in particular is as much as I like Stephen Amell, uh, his Casey Jones is boring. Yeah, he's nothing like the Casey Jones that we know and love. Uh, a little rapscallion with like just a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically golf clubs and baseball. But he uses like a hockey stick. Yeah, or hockey something. stick, hockey puck. Yeah, but um, nah, it's I like the second one. The first one, eh. But I have to I'll have to give the second one a watch well, then. Did you watch that um like <clears throat> completely animated one from two thousand six, I wanna say? The cart like the cartoons? Yeah. Those were uh I think it was two thousand three. It was like the original cart no, no, the no, original the, cartoon. The movie. The movie. Oh. Not the show. No, I haven't. It's what? kinda good. Actually, you know what? It it starts really it starts with a really interesting premise where Leonardo has left to like go do more training in South America, I think. Mm-hmm. And all the turtles have kind of gone their separate way, and they're not really the turtles anymore. And then they come back to like fight this weird monster. It falls apart as soon as Leonardo comes back. But yeah. like, Raphael is this vigilante. Donatello does like tech support from their little lair. That's cool. Uh, Michael. They all have jobs. Michelangelo's <laughs> like a he's a party clown, but he dresses in a giant turtle costume. Yeah. So, and then Casey Jones is played by Chris Evans, inexplicably. <laughs> It's it's How it's an weird. interesting premise, but it I, well, falls apart. Well, that's something very I would still want to watch though, yeah. just because even if it does fall apart, unique. Yeah. Speaking of unique uh, Ninja Turtle stories, the Last Ronin. Yeah, the, I was the actually first about to issue came out. Um, spoilers for that. I know it's early in the show to spoil something. Yeah. Um, we're out here. It's a uh, dystopian future where 
all but one of the Ninja Turtles have died and kind of the mystery of the whole issue is you're not sure which one because he's using all of the weapons and yeah. his bandana is black and the kind of the other turtles haunt him but you don't see which ones they are so you can't and you don't find yeah. out to like the very last page mm -hmm. but it's really cool so i want to get that in a volume did you want to spoil which turtle it is no we, uh, we we can let it slide yeah, we don't have to spoil yeah. it this time. Uh, I haven't read it, but I've seen different screen caps from, I guess, people who re read it online. Yeah. looks fantastic. Yeah, and it, uh, it's the original creative team as well, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird? I'm going to say yes, because I, when I was younger, did not pay attention to that stuff. Okay, well, I had, I was like a huge Ninja, Ninja Turtles fan growing up. Mm -hmm. I had a volume of the, like, first, I had the first volume of the comic book. <laughs> which I should not have read as a child because violent. it's super violent. Like, they're they're murdering people. Kind of in the movies, they get around using their weapons a mm -hmm. lot, like like you would use them, like cutting and stabbing. Yeah. Nope, not in that. And they also are all red. Yeah. That was something that the colors were invented for the, the show mm -hmm. in the 80s. So, um, I definitely want to read it. I'm going to pick up a volume here eventually, depending upon how much it costs. I'm I, broke. It, I think only the first issue is out so it might be a while oh, i don't well, know how I many just buy each issue honestly uh oh i don't i don't know how many it's gonna be either so. i'm just glad that we're kind of getting back to what because i say i wasn't interested i wasn't interested in, like the production aspect of it as a kid because it didn't matter to me i just really enjoyed i watched the movies i watched the 2003 tv show that is a great show great game as well yeah we talked about that the other day we t uh i really want to download that that simulator and stream that oh yeah dude <laughs> it, hey I, I i couldn't get it back up on my thing i'd have to re-download it but yeah it's a uh, it's a good time yeah so well i think we've gotten everything we can out of tmnt welcome to we? the tmnt podcast uh, I did want to make a note just because I thought it was something we could address. Nothing crazy. Uh, WandaVision wrapped production. So Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all I really have for that. I saw it on, okay, I'm kind of trying to rush our uh, our news. Because you segment. just want to talk about The Mandalorian? We're going to be talking about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, WandaVision looks... I'm very excited to see some of what we get from that. I'm glad things are back in and wrapping up production. Yeah. Batman's back. Uh, Shang-Chi wrapped a couple weeks ago. I this saw that. This is wrapped. I think Winter Soldier or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, they wrapped. Still, oh, they wrapped? I think they wrapped. Oh, good. So, so hopefully those will be on the way soon. I'm mm -hmm. sure they've got post-production stuff to work on, but yeah. Good. But good, good to hear. Also, uh, Fantastic Four is officially in development. I don't know if you knew that. It's in. I say it's officially in development. I was about to say, it's been quote-unquote in development since like... Well, Two or three years we ago, got some before confirmation. Also, our news source is very annoying because now they've compiled like different articles with four different details in it instead of just one article with the one oh. thing. So now every time we look at our trying stuff, to get those extra clicks, they yeah, need that CPM up, baby. We have to basically scroll through everything to get to where. Oh, we you mean talk we have about. to? You? I say we. You mean you actually have to do work to compile the notes? Believe it or not. <laughs> This is the part of the show where Sean riffs while Travis searches through the notes because Travis does all the is it this? hard Here boring we go. stuff. Here we Work go. On Travis Fantastic is back. Four appears to have begun. That's the worst way to word that, but that's the title. Begun. Um, so it's been confirmed they started production basically because Solve Everything Productions LLC is now owned by Marvel Studios. Obvious reference to Fantastic Four, specifically Jonathan Hickman's comic book run. It's now clear that this movie is finally being developed, even though writers and directors have yet to be attached. So yeah. they're just getting properties together, but it means it's happening. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm also sure they've had conversations about this, yeah. you know, behind closed doors. As soon as they 
thought the Fox merger was a possibility. They were like, okay. Hey, Kevin. Yeah. Hey, Kev, we need you in on the weekend because one of our biggest properties is returning. You're working so overtime, baby. I put your little Star Wars thing to the side and uh, come back over here. Yeah, because this is this is priority. And I, it, okay, here's the thing. Everyone's real excited for the Fantastic Four, and I am too. Are they really that popular? I don't think it's a popularity thing. I think it's the fact that a good portion of our generation grew up on Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what What's his name? I'm not going to say the whole fucking cast. Jessica Alba is the only one I remember. Okay? <laughs> Jessica Alba's Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> People grew up on that with yeah. the Silver Surfers. So I think watching it be executed the way we want to see it finally will be nice. Yeah, that's true. Uh but no, I, I never was like, I love Fantastic Four. I'm only excited because we're going to get it the way we want it. Yeah. My, uh, no lie, the first introduction I had to the Fantastic Four was the Batman Beyond episode with, <laughs> I can't remember, they're called like the Terrific Trio or something, but it's yeah. it's basically Mr. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> and then the the like female character, um, she's like ice powered, but also like just air. Is like that- she's like a ghost. Oh, yeah. And then there's a big magma. It's like a combination of Johnny Storm and the thing. He's like a big magma man. Yeah. I, I don't remember the name of the episode. but Mag- that, Magman? It, it's something like that. But I was like, that's weird. And then I, <laughs> and then I found out what the Fantastic Four is. I was like, that's crazy. Did you know that they, they stole this from Batman Beyond? <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know that they, they were created back in like the early 60s or you're whatever. Writing, you're writing uh, DC a letter. Yeah, hey, y'all know yeah. these motherfuckers stole this? <laughs> I'm one of the people writing letters about Michael Keaton's casting in <laughs> 1989. <laughs> Idiots. Uh, but I'm, I'm cautiously excited for it. And I say cautiously because... It's hard to make that stretch on screen not look silly. Was that an intentional joke right there? Stretch on screen? Yeah. No. Because Mr. Because he's he's. I'm uh, talking about like his literal stretch. Oh yeah, that yeah. effect. It's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, it looks weird in every <laughs> rendition I've seen it. So hopefully we'll get something that, you know, yeah, is marvelized. There you go. Um. And speaking of of high budget things mm-hmm. like Fantastic Four. Yeah. Square Enix reportedly oh, lost yeah. sixty-three million uh, after making Marvel's Avengers. So, so here's what they should do: go ahead and take it free to play. Um, add content for one because they're way behind on adding that content. Yeah. Um, and kind of just hope for the best because there's really not much else to do in that game. I still play it almost every day, just for like an I hour or so. Touched it. There's nothing to do. It it collects dust for me. Yeah. It sits in my uh, my library, and I'm like, oh, that's a game I was really yeah. excited for. Yeah, for every day minutes. you get closer and closer hitting that uninstall button. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because just to me, it it definitely has promise. Playing as every character is very satisfying. Oh, yeah. It's not satisfying is hitting the same robot over and over and then getting gear that doesn't matter. In the same areas over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I look at it kind of, the gear you get is invisible, and then they have cosmetics. They yeah. should have just made it to where cosmetics are a little harder to get. And then cosmetics are kind of the driving force of the game. Yeah. Also better cosmetics for some of the characters. Yeah. I'm playing I'm doing Thor right now because mm. he's I, I like I like playing as all the characters except Hulk. Uh <laughs> get, just speed up Hulk a little bit, for the love of God. It's yeah. so fucking boring to play as him because he's so slow. But maybe they've changed that, but I haven't I haven't touched him since you have to play him, him in the campaign. But I just there's nothing to do 
it just it seems very empty. Yeah. We were told we were going to be getting a lot more things, and it's now November, and I think we were promised some of this stuff in September. Oh yeah, Hawkeye is late. Yeah. By like a while. Yeah. And then, but hey, those designs look cool. They Black look super cool. Looks cool. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. So I know some people were not crazy. I wish we had a, a visual medium so we could show them what the yeah. art looks like. But just, uh, just Google Marvel's Avengers leaked Black Panther. Yeah. Game. You'll see it. it it'll. I'll it's it's it. very Captain America. Yeah. It's very kind of plated armor mm-hmm. type. Um. But I hope they include one where he's got his cape or his his cloak. Oh yeah. That's just the dopest design for Black Panther. <laughs> not because he looks like Batman, but like that's how I imagine a king. Like mm. a like an old timey king, you know. Yeah, always has like a cape and a scepter. And the, the little <laughs> scepters are the silliest shit I've ever seen with a king. Yeah, dude. But what if one of them's made out of vibranium and you get stabbed with it? That I would love. Yeah, that. that was <laughs> so... really cool. Hey, I'm on board. Yeah, how silly is it now, <laughs> motherfucker? As a, a... does that make it a spear and not a scepter? It can be a scepter that turns into a spear. Like it just goes like like Daredevil's. Little I'm fine with sticks. That. That's awesome. There you go. Or he could just claw your face off. Can you do that again? <laughs> Is over here like scratching air yeah. <laughs> like a cat? I just scratched the mic. <laughs> just. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. yeah, we we took such a long time off. I had time to grow a beard. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. It looks good. It look. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's coming in. It's it's taking its time. You say ta- you say taking its time. I'm How not a, I'm not a hair suit people. You what? I'm not a hair suit people. I'm not. Uh, I'm not particularly hairy in my face region. Yeah, I mean it. It's what it needs to be. You could grow a beard. Yeah, but I'm. I got things to do. We're getting on a beard tangent. Yeah. Anyways, Travis has a very finely uh, tuned, finely tuned beard. I couldn't think of the word. It's <laughs> it's a well kept beard. Yeah, I I keep it up maybe like once a week, and then after that, I'm like, if it goes to shit, it goes to yeah, shit. I I'll fix just, it later. I, like I mostly just shave my neck. Yeah, kind of. That's where it gets kind of itchy sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ugh. it hurts with. The, I say it hurts. It gets annoying with the masks. Yeah, sometimes it thing. does. But I, you know, you just kind of adjust it a little bit, and yeah, you're back to normal. Yeah. Hey, quit complaining about wearing masks. I'm, I'm just not you, but oh, like just people in general. general. Yeah. I was like, dang, I just, I just no, it's no, itchy. No. I, I like wearing the mask, kind of. I mean, I don't like it, but like, it'll bother me. It hides my weak jawline. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like, man, 2020 is the year for people with weak, <laughs> weak chins. Uh, uh, I did put literally. I didn't even cite anything for this one. I put Miles Morales. That's it. Have at it. Oh yeah, some review copies went out. We we got some review copies and tons of gameplay. For yeah, it. Uh, it's good. It looks really really good. Yeah. A lot of the costumes because they did. I've been seeing videos where it shows every single outfit in the yeah. game. Wow, a whole they bunch. Were, they were very original with some of yeah. these designs. They. I think we had a whole episode about that, and yeah, they they came through with yeah. some good looking suits in there. It and was very very sharp. The new Peter Parker face looks better. Uh, so they showed us a very terrible screenshot. Yeah, the, the, when we got because I remember we talked about this too. It was the picture made him look very very young. Yeah. After watching a couple cutscenes with him in it in this yeah game, he's great. Yeah, they he, should have shown this, the. Like a screenshot of him in the suit with the mask off. Yeah. Because that's the scene I watched is whenever he leaves and he's like, you're the only Spider-Man in New York now. Yeah. So good luck. It it still kind of was jarring to see. But after about 30 seconds, you're like, I get it. Yeah. I get why they did that. Yeah. And he so. looks much older in the suit. Yeah. Like, I yeah. 
I will say his head looks kind of big for his body or small for his body. Like his chest ratio to head ratio, I'm like, ah, that doesn't fit, but it yeah. doesn't bother me enough. I think it was mostly because like the color, like since it cuts off kind of mid neck for yeah. the suit, yeah. But the way they even like showed how he put on the the mask, mm-hmm. and there's a line right there, yeah. the detail, because most most games would be like, oh, we'll just mend that right after. Yeah. So, oh, my camera came up on my phone. Oh, you taking pictures over there? No. Oh, me taking pictures never. never. Uh, let's see. Some of the I, I really did like the Miles. I say Miles Morales suits. They're all Miles Morales suits. They are the the one from End of the Spider Verse. Yes. Wow. How they have it animated to the twenty four frames per second. There you go. And then if you're playing at sixty, your eyes are gonna die. But yeah. It's okay. I, I, I think they said a thing where it's like you can put that on for all the other suits too, and everyone was like, "Why would you do that? Yeah. It why? only works because it's that suit. <laughs> like, no. They had another one. It's literally just the animated suit. Like, it's different. It's not the end of the Spider-Verse suit. So there's two of those. Maybe it's the one from one of the Spider-Man cartoons. Because there's... I can't remember which one. I think it's Drake Bell is the voice of Spider-Man. But there, Miles yeah. Morales is in that a lot. Um, he was played by Donald Glover in that cartoon, too. Yeah, he, he was. Um, yeah, that's 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 interesting. I want to know what the in-game suit is for, for Miles. Because oh, you think he'll get, like, a armored... Yeah. Maybe he won't, though. There was one that I saw. I wish I could find a picture of it, but after watching the video, it was my favorite suit. It's almost like this low-poly armor on yeah. him. I forget what it's called, but it's very, very cool. And because we're not a visual medium, this is kind of hard to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're going to move on. Okie dokie. Uh, I wanted to discuss. You're you're gonna hate this. Okay. The next this this week and next week are both gonna be very very Ubisoft heavy. So I hope you're ready. I guess. Uh, Assassin's Creed live action and animated series coming to Netflix as part of a new Ubisoft deal. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm here for it. It can't be more boring than the movie. Do you think? Well, because the movie did everything wrong, aside from the casting. Yeah, I think. Some of the action scenes are okay. They're great. I I appreciate that they tried to make the animus not boring because in the Mm -hmm. games you literally just like lay on a bed and a screen kind of comes over your face. And in the movie, it's a big old arm that like will actually (laughs) hurt you. It's like, why would you implement that? Yeah. Just make it a... No. But the fact that you have to ask that question ruins my immersion for the movie too. I think they almost tried to make it like a Matrix type thing. Yeah. Where there's people on the outside you know handling stuff and there's the guy on the inside like going through the simulation but mm. it didn't quite work it didn't hit that well no and um, it's, it's just boring it's well, just like, boring my biggest thing too was a lot of the set design they could have made it a little more interesting because when i think of like i guess abstergo in that aspect it's very futuristic it's very bright white colors coming yeah. in the whole thing was like concrete walls and yeah. blue lights like and it really? was like really awkward color grading yeah it reminded me of revelations the mm-hmm. animus and revelations where everything's just kind of blue yeah so yeah they, I, I always picture i think my favorite abstergo interpretation is the offices in four yeah because it's like a hip like tech startup kind of deal yeah but I, I don't i don't know how they could honestly just not do the abstergo thing and just have it set solely in the past what i would appreciate is each season it's a different uh time period yeah and so maybe you get your your main protagonist be like hi bye bye yeah and then just go into the animus okay uh i feel like a series would work way better like you have them at the very beginning 
at the very end having to escape or something or like maybe they get into conflict with someone and then maybe the next season starts out where they're still in the center of that yeah. conflict they get to a safe spot and then you move on yeah so like it's subplot it's not super forefront of the franchise yeah. like it has been I, I think that lesson was missed from the games where no one cares about the yeah. present slash future stuff all mm-hmm. they want to do is play as the assassins and, so. and that's fair that's a that's a good oh assumption. yeah no like that's the crux of the game and yeah i think ubisoft really painted themselves into a corner with mm-hmm. making that part of it yeah. if they took that part out would not care at all they're currently trying to paint themselves out of that now well i'll talk about that later i'm i wish them the best of luck it might work but we'll see I, i'm but i'm kind of do we know if they're adapting a specific game or is it they're coming up with their own character uh it seems to me that they're going to be coming up with their own character this is the only thing we have literally we just got an announcement with a logo and the n inside of it gotcha well there's a live action it's like a live action prequel to two yeah with Ezio's dad i think his name is giovanni yeah giovanni giovanni editore as an assassin it's okay i think it was like a bonus feature on one of the games or something but it's called legacies uh lineage that's what it is yeah you can watch it on youtube yeah it's like public domain it's like 20 minutes i think yeah it's not that long. it's it's, it's cool, cool yeah, it's but interesting. it's it's not aged well like the production budget was very very, very low, low. Yeah. yeah ubisoft has this thing where they try to make live action like I've little snippets that. of things and they're all bad okay the exception to that is the far cry 3 stuff with okay yes. with Be- mclovin and <laughs> what's his name michael mondo <laughs> and mclovin's <laughs> head is buried in the sand on a beach like yeah. it's just his head mm-hmm. and boss just comes up and fucks with him for like <laughs> there's like three or four skits and they're four minutes long or something but hilarious that's, that's because i think ubisoft was kind of at the peak of their long run assassin's creed far cry yeah. streak and then it was downhill from there uh yeah uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very very excited. Again, cautiously excited because I've seen I've seen bad things happen with this stuff before because it always does. But it's a Netflix, and hopefully they're trying. I I think Netflix has gone. Maybe we'll just handle all the video game adaptations. They need to. We we nailed The Witcher yeah. for the most part, even though more based on the books. But you know, maybe we maybe we we just do that. To me, that seems like a really good route for them, especially you know they're raising their prices, right? Again, again, yeah, because I pay for their premium. So (laughs) makes sense. (laughs) It's terrible. They gotta try and slow that down somehow. Well, I finally, uh, I was like, damn, I really don't want to keep paying for Netflix if they're gonna raise it to like I think it's seventeen. Oh man, sixteen, seventeen. This I can't do this anymore. Uh, stepdad was like, hey. Uh, if you keep paying on it, I'll get you HBO Max. Oh shit! Like, oh yeah. Okay, fine. I just started paying for. Uh, I'm gonna cancel it because I just wanted to watch Letterkenny, but Hulu. <laughs> yeah. You don't get it with your uh, Spotify subscription. I don't anymore. I don't know what happened to that. I thought I did. I think it's a college thing. I thought it was. Yeah, I think it's a student thing. Damn. And your boy's not a student no more. <laughs> so, because uh, I dropped out. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I, I had to pay like regular prices. I was like, lame. But yeah, I just want to watch Letterkenny, so I'll cancel it a month later, <laughs> and I'll I'll get it again whenever season four of Rick and Morty's on there. Yeah, but uh, season four of Rick and Morty's on HBO Max right now, so that's what I'm about to start watching, and we'll have a review for that. Wow, wow. wow. Anyways, let's get to our main so, topic. Uh, speaking of, hold on, HBO Max. Um, did you see the Snyder Cut trailer got taken down because of it was something to do with the music rights? Are you kidding me? I, yeah, I did like a week ago, and I was like, that's odd. That little, was a little late. For, I was, that was up for a whole month, kind of. I but guess I, like maybe their marketing for that. I think they hadn't quite. 
procured the rights to Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. That's a great trailer, by the way. I, yeah. re- I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, man. How funny. It's What a term we had. We were like, <laughs> it's not real. And to be fair, the version people thought was real is not real. Yeah. They were like, it's his version from the... No, it's not. He never made it. Yeah. This is like a... People are coming back to film things. It's, Ide- it's, it's totally, an idealized version. Yeah. So, I mean... When it happens, it happens. I'm, we'll, I'm excited. We'll be ready for to it. review it yeah. episode by episode. Oh, that's right. It's fucking four hours. Are we gonna watch it episode by episode or are we gonna do one long watch on it and then do one whole I big think review? we can go like there's there's a scuffle happening outside. Yeah. Uh, uh you're not hearing it though. <laughs> yeah, they're no, not but um I think we could go like maybe hey, this episode was good or this one was eh. And then yeah. we'll do like an overarching like a recap. Of mm-hmm. the whole, I'm fine with that. We could do that. Let's we'll schedule it. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the the Buckethead Mandalorian guy. A, a good old Bucketheado. 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 Heddo. Look at how I have it written in the notes. Mando. <laughs> so we're Tony. behind. Tony. <laughs> okay. Okay. Relax, Terrence Howard. <laughs> um, we have so far really been spoiled i'd say maybe the first one the second one so much uh so the first episode which by the way apparently was not as popular as the boys i saw that yeah so hats off to you amazon yeah i mean not but you know fuck you at the same time (laughs) for different reasons but um yeah the first episode i loved i thought it was fucking awesome that was really good i guess we'll just go do both episodes today yeah, we can do both. Yeah, we'll be because um, in two weeks when we come back, we'll, <laughs> we'll have do another one. two. Yeah. Oh, we can't. Yeah, we're sk- are we gonna do every other week now? Is that no, it? we don't have to. But <laughs> I was just saying we probably will because it's us. But um, yeah. Uh, so Mando is on the quest for other Mandalorians, mm-hmm. and he interrogates uh <laughs> some like, guy. He's like a centaur, like alien guy in a yeah. in a boxing ring. And it's got a nice callback to Return of the Jedi with some, I can't remember the race of that aliens, but it's the guards. Of, you'd know if you'd watched watch the original trilogy. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's what's up. Travis is a, a fake fan of well, Star Wars. Look. Of Star Wars. He doesn't really like it. He just likes it because it's popular. That's not true. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt my feelings. <laughs> no, fucking nah. you, uh, those, those green aliens... Um, are very prevalent in Return of the Jedi. But mm-hmm. uh, he talks to this man who says he's got some info on where a Mandalorian might be. Yes. And he double-crosses him, but it's Mando, so he kills everybody. Yeah. That uh, that one's just where he's sitting there, and he literally just goes, boop, yeah. his little watch thing, I, and he kills everyone. I, I'm like, I, oh, okay. People used to say that Boba Fett was the Batman of Star Wars. Mando is now yeah. Din Djarin, or whatever his name <laughs> is, is the Batman of Star Wars. I, I've, because he basically hung him by a, a rope and interrogated yeah. him, and that's equivalent to the episode in season one in the prison. Yeah, like very Batman. Yeah. So, um, but and then he learns of a Mandalorian mm-hmm. in or on Tatooine in Mos Pelgo. Yes. Um, and he he goes there, and we okay. Do you not like here? Here's the one thing I don't like about this show. The one character I don't like. Okay. That fucking ship repair lady. Oh, played by Amy Sedaris. Sedaris, not good. You don't like her? Not funny. Uh, I think what the issue is is that she overplays that character. Yeah. So she's been playing 
in BoJack Horseman as uh, a specific character for six years, six, seven years. Uh, when I heard her, I was it took me out of it. I didn't think she was good either. I think some of her lines are very... It's She's she's just like naming delivered. Star Wars things, and she basically looks into the camera like, did you catch that one, guys? Yeah. We're fans of Star Wars. I, I think it's because I don't think she understands Star Wars that much. Yeah. I think she was there as like a stand-in just to kind of propel the story forward. She seems and like maybe it. someone that John Favreau or Dave Filoni's a big fan of was like, do you yeah. want to play this bit part that we kind of put in too much? Because she's yeah. in... She's in what? She, was she in both episodes so far? Uh, she was in one episode, season one, and then she was in she's only in, the first. Wait, hold on. No, she was in the second one. Yeah, too. because she. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So frog lady. Too much. Just I, if I that, never saw yeah. her again, I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I like her. I I just think maybe this wasn't the part for her. Just, just tone it down. Just just, yeah. just a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, so he goes to Mos Pelgo, and it's a very uh, Wild West situation where he walks in the saloon yep. and it's like a rival gunslinger and mm-hmm. it is Cobb Vanth played by Timothy Oliphant tr- played by the handsome rugged Timothy Oliphant god looking how handsome aged like fine wine that man has he's <laughs> got a beard he's all got the gray and the temp immaculate hair he yeah. takes he takes the helmet off and it's like it's never been touched by anything <laughs> like it's hair touched by god maybe yeah pretty much <laughs> but uh he was kind of the marshal of this mining town mm-hmm. and the empire was uh, defeated, and then this kind of mining organization mob moved in, and he found Boba Fett's armor and uses it to defend this town. Yep. So he's not a true Mandalorian, which you find out pretty quickly because he ditches the helmet. To show it also that. doesn't fit him. Yeah, that's the other thing is he's like a, a pretty chi- tall, lanky guy. He looks like a child. <laughs> <laughs> The armor comes down from like his chest to kind of like his belly button, and then he's got the rest of his torso. Do you think it was like the original prop from the? Well, yeah, it's probably like they got the dimensions. Yeah. For that, um, but yeah, and then they they go on a little adventure together, and they yeah. kill a crate dragon, which um, is the noise Obi Wan makes to scare off the sand people in a new right. home. Yeah, so there's uh, you might be able to find the audio for it and put it in, but there's the original noise, which is kind of like a like it's like a kind of like light roar. It's the yeah. sound they use in in the show. Mm-hmm. But then there's a there's a uh, I'm just gonna play it on my phone. Okay, it's, yeah, fair enough. It's it's what it's, while you're he goes oh <laughs> I, I am not even joking. It sounds like that crate dragon call. So, while you're looking that up, uh, I was gonna bring up. You, you can shit on me for not watching the original Star Wars, but I did notice something very familiar. Which was? Uh, when they're on the speeder bikes. Uh-huh. Cobb Vance speeder bike looks it's, very familiar. It's supposedly one of the chariots of Anakin's pod racer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I saw that and I was like, I know those colors for some reason. Wow. So so I'm allowed to, I, I can't shit on you because you've watched the prequels and not the original. <laughs> that is that the permission you're granting me right now? No. Oh. I thought I misheard you then. <laughs> so here's here's the one from the the originals from 1970 or so. <laughs> yeah. That that's oh the 97 remaster. And then
Oh my god. <laughs> so they've redone it probably five or six times. Every time George Lucas is like, what if it's a different noise? <laughs> but my, can't favorite get, like, one, one. my favorite one is when he goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, damn. So where did we leave off? <laughs> the crate dragon. Yeah, so I, they go out and they try to figure out how to kill this crate dragon. Let me let me just say this is the most chaotic episode I've seen from the Mandalorian. Yeah, and it all of the chaos made me laugh so much. I I really like where Timothy Oliphant goes. It's gonna be great. It's gonna work <laughs> out fine. And I'm like, is it? I just like the fact that they sent the sand people out there, and like w- with just this giant buffalo. Yeah, so. and, and he's he's standing there and he's like. Something's supposed to happen, and yeah. then immediately gets eaten right yeah. after. <laughs> so the townspeople and the Tusken Raiders sand people have to team up to yes. take out this crate dragon. Um, and they they don't like each other. They've been raiding each yeah. other for years. It's like, I, I guess a allegory for Native Americans. I for think sure it's supposed to be absolutely. So, um, and I've noticed this thing in the Mandalorian where Mando will kill a like just kind of really rare creature mm. and then a different alien population will really <laughs> like a thing that belonged to that creature capitalize on it in season one it was the mudhorn and the egg with the, the jawas <laughs> and they just like lap up the yolk into their weird and he's just like oh weird invisible faces and this one <laughs> apparently the crate dragon has like a pearl in it yeah it's actually used i i learned this this is actually used to help make lightsabers Oh, it's used in the process of making lightsabers. I did not know that. Huh. Interesting. So it's incredibly rare, and that's why lightsabers are not so easy to come well, by. There you that go. That and the crystals. Yeah. So. Well, oh, maybe that explains how, because, um, the lightsaber loot crafts in Return of the Jedi is like an artificial one. Like it's not. I don't yeah. think He's missing like a kyber crystal or something. So yeah. maybe that's what he uses in lieu of that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah interesting yeah i didn't know that i, I was like I, I wonder why i was like maybe they're just gonna like eat it or or they're gonna make make a lightsaber i don't think so. no <laughs> i don't think sand people are like no <laughs> they're not that far along yeah yet. no i mean they literally have the equivalent of muskets and they like have big like harpoon catapults oh yeah so <laughs> that was my favorite thing i was like these guys are really they're all really underprepared mm-hmm. but <laughs> we get some sweet jetpack action we did get some of that uh some classic boba fett jetpack not working action yeah he, they do the same thing that they do in return of the jedi where he just kind of punches his jetpack and it flies off yeah and, um we get a sweet callback to the sarlacc pit yeah and it being eaten um by the crate dragon mm-hmm. and then the episode ends and we yeah. see we see somebody we see a good old bald Boba Fett. He's got no eyebrows as well. Yeah, which he's I a thought weird was, looking man. Which was very odd. Played by Tamora Morrison. Mm-hmm. I remembered his name this time. Tamora. Yeah, he's got like a robe, and it looks like he's got Tusken Raider weapons on him as yeah. well. Looks like he's got a couple of weapons on his back. Yeah, he's got kind of that stick club thing yeah. and one of their rifles. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he's just kind of been hanging out in the desert for years. Oh, well, I wonder... It five-ish years and now there's rumblings of a boba fett series coming out which yes. i'm not crazy about no i, I know nothing about it but <laughs> yeah so boba fett now that we have the mandalorian i don't mm. think we need a boba fett show no um 
but yeah, Boba Fett was one of those characters. He really doesn't do much in the original trilogy, like at all. Mm-hmm. He's kind of an idiot, actually, because mm-hmm. all you see him really do is barely capture Han Solo, yeah. and then he flies into the Sarlacc pit, and that's it. Uh-huh. He just looks cool, yeah. so people really clung on to it. And then in the expanded universe, he he's basically Mando, like what we get in the show from yeah. Din Djarin. That was what Boba Fett was, just kind of really badass, bounty hunter, super capable, mm-hmm. like always on top of shit, but um, it's not really expounded upon in the movies, so I yeah. guess this is their chance to do that live action it just kind of seems like you're making the same show twice no i don't think we if they were to do a season of the mandalorian and it was boba fett we'd yeah. be down we'd yeah be so be down that. um but yeah i don't know i think it'd be cool if like mando goes missing and he's responsible for trying to find him i i have a feeling they're gonna like not team up but they're gonna intertwine it somehow oh yeah i mean they have to he's yeah. got his armor um, yeah. Oh yeah, that's the uh, Mando agrees to kill the crate dragon mm-hmm. in exchange for Boba Fett's armor because yeah. a true Mandalorian doesn't have it, but also Boba Fett isn't a true Mandalorian. Yeah. So, well, that's what I'm interested to see. Like when they finally do meet. Yeah. Right now, Mando's harboring a Jedi. Yeah. And he has his armor, and he's very, very bound to his creed. So when Boba shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'd like that back," and he's yeah. like, "Nah, nope." He's like, or I have a feeling, or I'm gonna kill the kid, or or both. Yeah, uh, Boba Fett does not like Jedi. Yeah, for pretty obvious reasons. <laughs> that being, he saw his father decapitated by one. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this is a pretty solid first episode. I felt. Yeah, it was it was really really sharp. Uh, CGI, just like all the effects were. Yeah, there was never a moment where I was like, oh, that looks it all looked great. Yeah. So, so congratulations to the Mandalorian. We still have another episode to get to. This one will be a little bit faster. Yeah. He returns to, I think it's Mos Eisley mm-hmm. Cantina or Spaceport or whatever. And is like, hey, um, I need to like get somewhere to find Mandalorians or whatever. Yeah. Because this one was a bust. Um, and what's her name? You're talking about uh, Amy? Amy Sedaris' character? Yeah. She's like, okay, her name. She's like okay, well, um, this frog lady, her husband <laughs> is on this other planet. And he swears that he's seen some Mandalorians chilling out yeah. there. So if you take her there, they'll point you in that direction. He's like, mm. okay, fine, whatever. I'll do it, <laughs> sure. And she's got this like thing of eggs that yeah. she's like, listen, this is all I have. <laughs> my one goal in life is to make sure these eggs get delivered and like my lineage carries on. Yeah. And then we cut to Baby Yoda eat about she's, five of them. Yeah. She had, she had to give more eggs because... He ate so many. Did you remember that part? She's in a hot bath. Oh, I thought she was just putting them in there because they were warm. No, no, no. She had more eggs. Are you sure? Yeah, and he was like, hey, scoop these up and put them in there. Yeah, but the container was empty, though. I think she she poured them in there because it was warm, and she was trying to keep them warm. Oh, I may have to watch it again. I'm going to watch it again. But uh, I And then, yeah, so they end up getting flanked by two X-Wings that are patrolling, and they're like, hey, um... Your ship looks real familiar. Did you break that guy out of prison in the first season of your show? And he's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then they try and escape them, and they can't jump to hyperspace because it'll fuck up the eggs or something? Yeah. Uh, it, it's like it's going to ruin the eggs or something like that, and the yeah. baby won't be able to be born. Um, So they end up crash landing on this ice planet. I don't think it I, – I guess it's not Ilum. 
Uh, it's something. It's an ice planet. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's one of the a thousand ice planets from Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and they have to get the ship repaired, and like they fight these giant spiders, and then they end up making friends with. Yeah. The X-wing pilots. Uh, my favorite part is like, so how about you guys come help me? And they're like, how about we just don't shoot you? Yeah. How about we let you go, and maybe next yeah. time we fucking murder you yeah also um, one of my favorite moments was uh amy sedaris's character where she says at the very beginning she's like yeah i trust her with my life and, and then, then she's, she's like, like i met her 10 minutes ago like i thought you trusted her with your life it's like yeah i'm a great judge of character yeah, it's like are you <laughs> you might be a great judge of character but you yourself are a bad character <laughs> got her no she's fine but um yeah it was really just kind of a, a not a nothing episode but not it's kind of nothing to it. Well, people were like, this is filler. I don't want to call it a filler episode because it's like an episodic. Am I saying that right? Episodic? Episodic? It's sodic. Episodic. Yeah. It's an episodic series. Like, each story is self-contained, kind of. Yeah. And there's an overarching plot for each, like, for the whole season. Yeah. That, that's the way I, like, just like in the uh, in the first season. I my, fa- my favorite part is when the frog lady randomly started... Instead of running on two legs, she like started leapfrogging <laughs> yeah. on all fours. I was like, that came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> and she's using her tongue, yeah, and everything. And I was like, oh, you're like an actual like frog person. Yeah, it's <laughs> so weird. The, I keep the closed caption on just so I can like I yeah. can hear very well. And so I read it, and they put in parentheses her name, Frog Lady. Oh, dope. So <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Uh, something you may be interested in is uh the spiders. They're based on an original Ralph McQuarrie concept painting for a spider that was meant to be on. Dagobah in the Empire Strikes Back. Did you just say Dagobah? Am I saying that right? It's Dagobah. Dagobah. Sorry. He's in the Dagobah system. That's the planet Yoda lives on um, after he flees the Republic after Order oh. 66. Well, there's some giant spiders there. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing is I it, they remind me of the giant spiders in Fallen Order. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, maybe maybe he will run into Cal Kestis. Cause this, that would be really cool. I would love to see it. Get Cameron Monaghan in. Fucking, yeah. He could do it. He's oh, a good yeah, get, put put a little gray in his temples, you know. Mm-hmm. He'd, he'd probably still look the same at that age anyways, so. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so that that was a cool callback, though. I was, I was glad, even though I didn't, again, watch the prequels or the originals. Um, Have you watched any Star Wars other than The Mandalorian? Uh, The the last three that we got, oh, which the, are just the sequel terrible. Trilogy. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I've already made a deal with Viv. We're going to be watching those. Okay. So. Here's here's what I would recommend. Have you seen Rogue One? Yeah. Have you seen Solo? No. Okay. You can kind of skip Solo. It's fine. It's not mm-hmm. terrible. But it's if anything, it's just boring. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover's great in it though. Um, only reason I would watch it. Yeah. Watch the original trilogy. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can watch three. I maintain three is okay. It's not great, but Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones are just garbage they're mm. utter garbage and not needed they're just not <laughs> i probably have to watch all of them just to say that i have oh uh, yeah more info uh, one and two are good memes but yeah um not just bad just bad films i'm, I'm sorry prequel fans i know well I know you're out there the way but... vivian suggests that i watch these is prequels first and then the originals because she said it would be more gratifying to understand how anakin became the person he was yeah more or less yeah but even then you don't need to see one and two to really understand three yeah like that's fair there's uh, one and two are kind of filler Mm. 
The only thing that you need to understand from one the, the only thing from one you need to understand is Anakin was born with no father. Like yeah. he's a he's a Jesus metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um and in two, you need to understand that the Republic was basically given this clone army under really suspicious circumstances. Yeah. And they're not quite sure why they have them. And then you can watch three. And that's all you need to know. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I still want to watch them all, even if I'm going to be wasting my time. I mean, they're just laughably... Laughably bad. Laughably bad. Uh, I'm going to still watch them. Yeah. I like watching that. Watch them and then hit up r slash prequel memes. (laughs) That'll be a good time. That'll be a good time. Uh, We're going to get into suggested digest. I have four things listed here, so I'm going to let you go first. You go first. I got to think of what I did or watched. Uh, Euphoria. Is that the Zendaya? That's the Zendaya show? show with drugs, sex, and alcohol. Oh, basically, I mean that's that's the way, my way of defining it. It's really good. Um, I have only watched the first few episodes. It's very River- Riverdale in the aspect that like it's a bunch of high school people, Ooh. but the the way it's filmed and like the writing is hit or miss sometimes. It's either a really good episode or I'm like ah eh, they could have done better. Mm. Uh, but the way it's filmed, man, it's so it the. Every episode feels like a music, uh, just one long music video. The way they light a lot of their scenes is very pink and purple neons. Uh, when, like, I guess I'm still watching it, so I don't know if this is a good assumption to make. But every time she does drugs, she always has like some sort of like sparkly makeup under her eyes. Hmm. And I don't know if that's supposed to be a metaphor for something, but I, I like a metaphor for the high that she gets or something. Probably. But um, my one of my biggest takeaways was. These are high school kids, and she's doing fentanyl. Oh, that's cool. And there was a lot of people online, because I joined the subreddit, just to see what people were saying. Someone criticized it. They were like, yeah, this doesn't happen in high school. It's like, actually... You'd you... be surprised what high school kids get up to. Yeah. I mean, I was also, very... don't do fentanyl, by the way. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Uh, the stakes feel very high. I will say the show is very... It... It's very humanizing. Mm. It... I say humanizing in the aspect that like it focuses on these characters and their struggles and also really stigmatizes their flaws, like how they got those flaws and why they act the way they do. It talks about their past. So like it's just written in such a way that it's very digestible without having to focus too much on it. And I really enjoyed that. Sean's holding his Bobby fit. So I found I had this as a child and then like two or three months ago, I was outside and I literally just saw it sticking up out of the mud, and I hadn't seen it in years. Out of a sarlacc pit? N- no, just some mud. Oh, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> damn you! <laughs> but I, I was like, oh my god! It's like I found him. What compelled you just to pick that up just now? I just noticed that he was there because he's normally <laughs> behind my curtain. I don't get to see him that much. I, I was comparing. <laughs> I never noticed this. He's like, like a, you don't have custody of your son. No, my son Boba Fett. Uh, I noticed that. Uh, did you notice the tubes coming out of his gauntlet? Yeah. I never noticed that before. I um, didn't know that either. But it's it's in there in the original trilogy. But it goes into, you can see it in there, it goes into his his, oh. his outfit there. Yeah. But I was just admiring the, the paint job on this. Uh, made out of tubes and glass. Yeah, you made out of tubes and metal. <laughs> metal. Well, you've got Boba sitting on your chest right now. Yeah, he's my He's my little guy. Did you want? Did you come up with anything you wanted to suggest that I digest? Oh, I rewatched um, Predators, mm-hmm. the Adrian Brody Predator movie. Okay, it's great. 
it's maybe oh, okay. I'm, it's I'm, maybe the best one. He's the guy from Inglorious Bastards, right? No. What? Mm, he was in something recently I watched, and I can't think of it. Was it a Wes Anderson film? No. Oh. I can't think of it. Oh. He's the pianist. He's 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 like he's like a handsome guy, but he's got just a real big nose. And he's kind of slim faced. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah. 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 Um. A lot of people want him as the Joker. I'm not keen on it. Nah. He's in. He's one of the villains in Peaky Blinders. He's he's a great actor. But um, yeah. There's a spoiler for Predators, a movie from like <laughs> 2011. Um, the twist is that they're on an alien planet. Mm-hmm. Like, which is it's one of those things where if it had not been in the trailer, it would be a great twist for yeah. the movie because it opens with them parachuting down, mm-hmm. but they like just woke up mid parachute they're like where the where are we yeah because they're trying and they like the predators kidnap like they kidnap a russian soldier they kidnap a yakuza member like a cartel member um someone who was on death row for doing a lot of murders like a couple special ops people and they're they don't they have to like put their differences aside and like team up Mm -hmm. um and they're trying to figure out where they are and like, there's little clues kind of along the way because it just looks like a jungle at yeah. first, and they kind of stop by some water and they do that thing where they put a needle on a leaf to get it to like work like a compass and it just spins and mm-hmm. they're like, that's 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 a bad sign. That's yeah. not normal. That's cool. I've never seen the 2011 one. It's I great. watched the most recent one that came out with oh, uh, Keegan Michael Key. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> that movie's so fucking bad. God damn. Oh shit. Piece of shit film. But I'm, I want to watch the 2011 one. That it's one sounds great. really good. Where'd it's you watch great. it on? Uh, I, uh, a, a reputable website. Okay. Yeah. A reliable one that's very legal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what um, I well, I moved on from Euphoria and started watching season two of Harley Quinn. Oh. Yeah. Um, I have nothing except good things to say about this show. There was an episode, because you've watched the whole thing, right? Yep. The Snyder Cut guys. <laughs> that was the one thing I was like, "Damn it!" The they two, know the like, audience. Kind of fat guys on the couch with the t-shirts. It's just gratuitous. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. That's just, all I have to say. I just noticed that his little thing comes down. Oh, how dope is that? You you're playing with toys. I'm, I'm actually playing with toys. <laughs> you should you should see if you can fit him inside the Jack Daniels bottle. Damn it. Sean has ADHD right now. Yeah. I need to take my medicine today. Uh, my little wasp Chick-fil-A toy or whatever. <laughs> I've never seen you so distracted before. I, that's why I have the curtain there, because that'll distract me. <laughs> my big old Batman piggy bank. Oh, a little picture of my nephew. That's a recent addition. In, in the Batman outfit? Yes. Anyways, Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, but what were you saying? Uh, it Really, really good. Very, very sharp. Uh, I like the ending. Mm. The ending was really good. They constantly go over the top of it, and it works so well. Yeah, uh, They wrote it in such a way that, like, because in the first season, you're like, oh, Harley Quinn's a villain. She's going to be her own thing. And then by the end of it, she's like, I can kind of be an antihero if yeah. I want to. That's kind of where she's at in the comics now, too, from yeah. what I understand. Oh, here's here's the thing I saw. I was checking my Google News feed, and uh, I, I was like, man, you know, we don't keep up on issues of things regularly, so we're kind of out of the loop on some mainline continuity stuff. Yeah. And I never realized that more when I saw this article in my um, from Screen Rant. It says Nightwing's new robot horse is officially o- too, is officially way too OP. 
and it's a it's a panel from a comic and nightwing a character i i quite like um is riding a robotic horse the last time i saw what they were doing with him his name was rick Oh yeah, that ended a little while ago. People were not a fan of that. Uh, yeah, I was not either. He shaved his head, and he was some <laughs> asshole. They made him into Jason Todd. <laughs> Woo! Oh, we got a look at the red hood suit from Titans. Did I didn't put about it. That? I didn't put it on there because I just didn't think it was worth talking about. But that's we can fine. we can do it. I was just gonna say it looked fine. It, that's fine. I I was pretty meh on it. Yeah, it looks exactly how a show with that budget and that kind of writing would would. Yeah, words are hard. Yeah, but it would have it that way. Um, what else have I been doing? Drinking a whole lot. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. We're we're alcoholics now. This is yeah. a AA meeting. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I... put two more things in. Wait, unless you have something. Uh, nope. I have, I have nothing. Travis. Uh, you're gonna not give a shit about what I'm about to talk about. Okay. I finished Watch Dogs Legion today, and conclusion. Like like a like a seven. Like a seven. seven. What would Six you give? What would you give the first and second one? I would say this one is significantly better than the second one, not better than the first. Well, I haven't played the first one in a while. I was about to say. It's better than the first. Okay. Um, so the whole gimmick there is you can play as anyone, mostly AI. What's really cool about it is you can, through the story, grow really attached to a specific character. I find I found myself not wanting to play as anyone else. Oh, because you have that John Wick guy, right? Yeah, I picked. Uh, well, because you there's like different spawns for different kinds of characters, and I have like three hitmen. <laughs> that uh, seems to me maybe the route to go, just in that entire game. Yeah, it, it's super fun. Uh, and basically, what I took away was is that my character was very compelling, especially throughout the story. The voice acting, because you have to pick a good character with a good voice, otherwise it takes you out of it. I yeah. had one that was just fucking unbearable. I was like, yeah, I'm not playing as you. I wonder how many they got. Uh, it, it seems like what they almost did was get like maybe 13 different voice actors and then for it to make sense, merge some of those voices and some of those accents. Mm, so gotcha. some of it seems kind of like mm. other times yeah. it works really well. Gotcha. Uh, side missions, your character sounds like shit no matter what. <laughs> but the main game is so good. Uh, it's kind of like a whodunit situation. You're trying to find out who the main villain is. You're taking down different kind of factions in London. Oh, it, oh, you play as Tom Holland. Oh, I, I play as Spider-Man. Oh, it's me, Tom Holland. <laughs> oh. I'm off to be Nathan Drake. Oh-wee. <laughs> Just turns into Mr. Poopy Butthole from Rick and Morty. Is he not? Oh, oh-wee. Oh. <laughs> At any rate, um, yeah, it's, the story's good. The story's really good. I think the gameplay in terms of mechanics and how everything works is really good. The missions you do for the main story sometimes, in terms of gameplay, can get really repetitive and boring. So, well, that's um, a Ubisoft game for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I, how many towers did you have to climb to reveal other locations? On I map? didn't have to do that at all. Whoa. Uh, actually, this game kind of leaves itself almost. Too, I would say almost too open to interpretation in terms of. Uh, they just kind of throw you out there, and they they kind of throw you out there in the world, and they're like, rebuild what dead sec is supposed to be and then you end up going recruiting people off the street they give you one character to start with and then after that it's kind of you build your game well there you go but it, it was fun it was very enjoyable i'm 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 happy to hear that it was well worth the how long ago did the second one come out the second one came out like 2017 really yeah 2016 2017 oh yeah no no that makes sense but i was gonna say i, th- I thought it was longer mm. but, but yeah. yeah the i will say the graphics in this game are just the bad stunning 
Oh. It you would like it. Oh. I think you would like the way London looks because it's near future, so everything's very neon, very cyberpunk looking. Ooh. This is a stand-in for cyberpunk because cyberpunk's not coming out until oh, 2077. Yeah, it fucking got delayed. God fucking damn it. <laughs> fucking shit. But uh, uh, COD comes out in a few days. Are you you have it already? I do. Are you gonna play multiplayer on it, or you give a shit? Uh, I really got it for the zombies in the campaign. Yeah, I I'm, I don't think I'm gonna get it. That's I think fair. I'm gonna wait on it. That's fair. Yeah, it'll probably be on sale relatively soon. You, a COD going on sale, really? Okay, yeah. Fucking rant time. <laughs> I've been wanting to get like Black Ops two or three on PC to just play zombies. Yeah. Fucking full price year round almost. Yep. For games that came out ten years ago, we'll get a Black Friday sale. I'm just going to steal it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'll pirate it. Fuck oh. you. <laughs> Fuck you, Activision. I, I almost said you're going to GameStop and just run out with it. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, like, they sell PC me? games. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in my disk drive. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, you wouldn't download a car, would you? <laughs> what is this, What is that from? I know uh, that. Just don't worry about it. But, uh... <laughs> no, I... So, so, I'm super excited for zombies, for the most part. Um, yeah, Cyberpunk was supposed to be out soon when i got pushed again he grits through his teeth it's fine i'd rather it be like delayed and good than yeah here now and not good mm. words i watched the first like 30 minutes of valhalla that game looks really good mm. and i'm saying visually holy shit i hope my computer's gonna it's <laughs> it, like i'm kind of worried about the same thing it <laughs> looks so so sharp mm. uh, a lot of like they they've really been working on doing skin because you know ubisoft can't animate skin to save their fucking lives no they really can't it looks damn good in this game damn. uh not only that i didn't get a whole lot of the story but some of the mechanics you it very dark souls you have a left hand and you have a right hand and you change out weapons in each mm. hand there's stamina they have a food bar I, i've said all this in old podcast yeah. but uh i say suggested digest i haven't actually played it yet but it definitely looks yeah very very sharp so shout out to the rad brad for that one the rad brad <laughs> I, I i have to look and see what else i've been doing because i think i let me you can cut this out uh what did i play i started playing something recently the hell was it was it civ no bro don't <laughs> dude i don't want to talk about civ You've been playing a lot of Insurgency. I have been playing a lot of Insurgency. Um, I Oh, I started modding Fallout 4 again. Nice. Yeah, I've been hearing you talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's, it's, I'm you, you put to too, it. Many, yeah. too many hours into that game. Yeah. Too much of your life. Dude. I think I've, that's maybe the game I've played most. <laughs> yeah. You think they're ever going to you know overhaul their engine eventually? That, well, Todd Howard was like... Uh, we they said they overhauled their engine and that they're working towards procedural generation for oh wow Elder Scrolls six I think so finally we have next gen Xbox One material stuff maybe not maybe. not Xbox Series X yeah they're seri- they're a series behind yeah but um yeah F- Fallout a little bit um been watching Letterkenny as well mm-hmm. um yeah. I've been. I'd say been I was chilling. gonna not be as busy, and then I was. You've been working a whole still lot. Still busy. <laughs> yeah, but you're working on some kind of big, so it's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, can't, I can't. I can't say too much. Not not too much. It has literally nothing to do with this, <laughs> by the way. Well, hopefully we can stop feeding our alcohol addiction and be a little more consistent. Hey, man. <laughs> I said hours. 
I'm not accusing you of anything. I was about to say. I'm just saying. I, hey, I was ready. <laughs> I was ready. I, I was in bed most of that day. <laughs> so. Be that as it may, hopefully we'll be a little more consistent in terms of scheduling. We say that every week and it's never yeah. true. We'll see. It, it's up by midnight every Sunday. There we go. So I say every Sunday, every Monday. Oh. Either way, we're closing out. Thank you for listening. If you want to check us out on social media, feel free to go to at Rooftop Mumble on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, tell a friend. Just tell a friend. Tell a friend. Check yeah. in on a friend. Yeah. Ask them if they're okay. Yeah. Ask if they had a good week. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you, big happened this week? You can't hurt me in ways <laughs> that matter, okay? Uh, uh, good times. But yeah. Goodbye forever. Goodbye forever. Burr, 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 burr. Thank you.